Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next.
Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. What is going on, everyone? This is a Hey, Vince Wright, the Sports Gov, coming to you live and direct from this great but yet uh, snowy state of Minnesota here. April, winds are howling, snow is falling. I think we got, I don't know, I'm looking outside the Gov's mansion now, and it looks like a good seven inches of snow out here in April, man. Like Prince says, sometimes the snow's in April, but this is bullshit. Okay, this is bullshit. Anyway, people, Sports Done Right is back after a couple weeks off. Of course, the Gov's uh, work situation, got to take care of business, man. So, um, however, free tonight. So, we definitely are on the uh, xsquadaffiliate.com network. We are all over the place here. Spreaker.com. We got the Spreaker.com chat room popping. If you want to call in, the number 651 651- Nine six eight zero one two four again six five one nine six eight zero one two four every you know every Tuesday night or most Tuesday nights I guess I should say we try and do this little thing called sports done right here I am Vince Wright a sports fan who loves sports the Minnesota Vikings the Minnesota Twins but however being born in the first five years and spending basically every summer of my life until the age of 14 or 15 going back to see my family. I was born in Chicago over on the West side. Uh, what up Henry Horner projects now uh, long gone and grandma moved over to the South side. So I, you know, every summer, like I said, I'd spend all my summers back in Chi town. So that's where um, not only being born there, but my love of the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago Blackhawks comes from. So I am the sports gov of Minnesota, but yeah, you know, sometimes uh, that hometown blood wins out, man. But anyway, I want to say what up to angry black man in the chat room, X squad affiliate. What is up, sir? And the very, very lovely. And, um, if that Avi picture is, um, telling us the truth, Miss Shelley B. Yeah, crowd like Shelly's picture. Um, DJ Knox in the house, SMTS Radio. Again, he is over on Spreaker.com. Make sure you follow him. If you love some good old R&B, hip-hop, that's your guy, man. Hit up DJ Knox, X-Squad affiliate. Big L, another X-Squad affiliate. Speaking of Chicago, Big L was born in Chicago. He joins us most times here on the show as well. The Spreaker.com chat room, folks. Go to Spreaker.com, create an account. It takes literally a minute. And then follow Sports Done Right. Search for the show or Vince Wright, yours truly. Hit us on the favorites, and you'll get a notification every time one of my shows goes live. So, Big L, what up to you? Big L, originally from the south side of Chi-Town. Now living down in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, my main man, Big Kev, Clutch Talk Sports, doing it right, man. Doing it right. Kev, as you know, famously called in a couple weeks ago. He talked the gov down off the cliff. 
as I was really pondering my Viking fandom here with this Kirk Cousins signing. But man, we're all set. We're all behind Kirk Cousins. Let's get this Super Bowl purple. Let's get it. The Podcast Brothers in the house. Want to say what up to my homies over there as well. Make sure you're checking out the Podcast Brothers all over wherever you're looking for a podcast speaker. I, th- I know they're on iTunes, everything else. So what up, man? So let's get into it a little bit here. Lots to get into for the local fans. We're really going to talk about the Timberwolves for a nice segment of the show tonight because now's the time to start answering some questions. We've kind of floated along and then quite honestly, the Gov didn't really get into covering the T-Wolves throughout most of the season the way he should have. But now that we're at the end of the season, we got some big time questions to answer. So we're definitely going to get into that. Um, all kinds of things because now the Timberwolves, after it's all said and done, may not make it in the West, may not make the playoffs, if you can believe that. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here besides the T-Wolves. Obviously, baseball season has started. You know, the Gov likes to wait to about 20, right around the 40, 50 game mark before we really start getting into baseball because the season's so long. And at that point, we got to you know, a good barometer of what's happening here. You know, we'll obviously touch on on news and, and things regarding baseball because I know Big Mike over there eating prairie. And by the way, what up to you, Mike? Again, another solid regular listener here. Always over to tweet him or the Twitter, excuse me, hit me up and tweet me all the time. But anyway, um, we will be covering the Twins, man. I'm looking forward to this season. And it's it gets down to pitching Byron Buxton if he can get started, but we'll we'll get you covered, Mike. Don't worry. Um, but Mike also sent us a couple Timberwolves questions as well. We will definitely get to that. Miss Girly Girl has joined us, another X Squad affiliate, a lovely lady down in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I have had the pleasure of meeting her wonderful man, Mister Mandelion. And by the way, those two will be coming up here after my show. Make sure you check them out. Tasty Talk. Tasty Talk Tuesday, as the Gov likes to say. But folks, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. This is one of those shows where, you know, you got to make sure the kids are in bed. You got to make sure those curtains are drawn. You got to make sure them lights are low. Get them candles going because the wonderful girly girl and her man, Mandeezy, We'll have all kinds of fun relationship talk and chatter and some of that, as the Gov used to call it, some of that baby making music from back in the day, that old school R&B, that 90s R&B, and even into the early 2000s when R&B was still kind of kicking. So make sure you stay tuned there as well. Um, so yeah, Timberwolves talk. Also got to say, you know, mad props to, to the men's and women's final four. Uh I mean, just just phenomenal all the way around. UConn going down. So we're going to talk about that as well. We got uh, some sound here from Tiger and Phil Mickelson regarding the Masters. Those two set the world on fire down in Augusta, Georgia today by playing a practice round together, if you can believe that. The hatred between these two has been overblown, or maybe it was never there to the extent that people thought, but we'll be getting into that a little bit later in the show. Obviously, Tiger looking good in the practice rounds. Uh, Let's see if he can bring it to the real golf tournament here, because 
you know, obviously everybody's pulling for him. And that's the Masters. I mean, think about this. We're all waiting for that first win. If he can win this weekend in a major then, man, it is full steam ahead on the Tiger fandom, the, the Tiger love fest. And we're going to get into that. So we got some real interesting sound from two guys that really like each other, really appreciate each other and don't quite hate each other the way that I guess that most of us thought that they did. So you are very welcome, by the way, Miss Girly Girl, Miss Girly Girl in our chat room saying thank you. Listen, I love their show. And that's part of the X-Squad Affiliates, xsquadaffiliates.com. Check out the website. I love being part of what I call this Tuesday night throwdown that we do. Um, You know, we got the Barbershop Sports Podcast, sports show right before us. And actually, they're probably just wrapping up. They're still probably on. I think they go till 8. You got me to about 9.30 Central Time and then roll right on in. To taste that talk Tuesday. That's right. So anyway, yeah, lots of sports to get into tonight. Um, some local things going on. I got some notes here from uh, people over at Target Field. Wanted the Gov to know that for all you Eagles and Jimmy Buffett fans out there, and I love the Eagles, by the way, but I'm just saying the, the Target at Target Field, June 30th, sold out. 40,000 tickets gone like that. So this has been really something interesting. Target Field over there is really starting to get into this summer concert series. It's always hit or miss with the weather, especially when you're, you're you know way up north like we are in the summer. But I'll tell you what, man, those concerts have been drawing phenomenal crowds. Um, Paul McCartney there a couple years ago, and that's the one I wish I, I would have went and saw. But uh, Target Center, or excuse me, Target Field is um, doing their thing. And uh, more news from Target Field here for the local sports fans. Um, North Dakota State is going to be playing a game against Butler University there. Now, I know for my folks out of, outside of this area, they don't get why I'm talking about this. But real quick, obviously, the success of North Dakota State is known pretty much nationwide now for college football. Carson Wentz being drafted, other players being drafted as well. But here in the Twin Cities area, they report about 12,000 North Dakota State alumni who live in the Minneapolis-St. Paul Twin Cities metro area. Um, the North Dakota State University, I think they say about 26, 27,000 alumni in the state of Minnesota. So they're expecting over 25,000 for this um, football game here. And best of luck to them. I mean, you know, hey, I, I got no problems with it. Um, other than that, what else we got going on here? Um, the Vikings wide receivers tweeted out a picture of them and Kirk Cousins working out and then doing their thing. So they're getting acquainted. Um, we're all in. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? Uh, the construction of Top Golf. That's what I got a note on here earlier in the week from Sarah. Sarah in the wonderful city of Circle Pines. We got Tommy up in Grand Rapids who's listening as well. Thank you for joining us, my man. Um, Yeah, yeah. Sent a note about when is that going to be opening. Everything's on schedule for Top Golf, and that's going to be over in, um, oh, where's that? Brooklyn Park or Brooklyn Center? Brooklyn Park, right? Brooklyn Center. That's where it's going. My bad. 
So uh, hourly rates are anticipated to be between 25 and 50 bucks, depending on the time of day. Obviously, it's more expensive in the evening. And if you ever been to Top Golf, it is a lot of fun, even if you are not a golfer. I mean, the bars, the TVs, and on a, a nice summer night, especially up here where we don't get as many as we want, this is going to be a, a, a very popular place to be hanging out drinking and you know just swinging the sticks as well and by the way uh shot makers coming out on the golf channel is a uh new show teams compete in contest at top golf las vegas so check that out that's coming on um angry black says gov is treadwell from Ole miss going to do anything for the vikings this year eh, we'll see you know Laquan Treadwell has been a, a you know a disappointment. It's, it's definitely fair to say that with all the skills and everything we thought that he had coming in. But um, you know, I thought last year was maybe going to be the year where if he didn't break out, he at least somewhat established himself uh, ABM. But with that being said, it's it's just not happened with Treadwell up here. And I, I don't know if he's going to be on the team next year. And, you know, and, and I'll be perfectly honest with you as well. And again, this is Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, the sports governor of Minnesota here on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. I don't know if he's going to be on the team. Um, that's what we got to get figured out. You know, he's had a couple nice catches this past season, but I don't know. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right. Um, What else we got going on here besides Laquan Treadwell sucking? Sorry, I dropped my pen here. I was looking for. All right. Uh, let's see. DJ Knox in the house. Oh, yes. Uh, Ryan Suter, Minnesota Wild fans, broke his leg a couple in uh, a couple days ago in the game. Minnesota Wild hockey fans. I know you guys out there want me to talk more hockey, but that was a horrible scene seeing him go off. And even though you know I'm a Blackhawks fan here, the you know, the home team is my second favorite team. And you know, the Wild, obviously, they, they're they solid at home, a little more questionable on the road with the way they play the wins and losses. Um, but that is a horrible, horrible way to, to you know, go out. Uh, he suffered a break of the lower bone in his leg. He is done for the year. He is the Wild's best defenseman. So they won last night. We'll just have to see how it plays out, who they play in the playoffs. But the Wild are in, I think, for the sixth consecutive year. And, you know, one of the things that's going to help Minnesota out as well is that my beloved Chicago Blackhawks are not in the playoffs this year. So that will definitely help them out. Oh! Yeah, right back at you. All right, y'all. Um, So, yeah, we'll see on, on Laquan Treadwell not holding my breath whatsoever. All right, uh, University of Minnesota, they hired Bob Modsko from St. Cloud State. We may have mentioned that last week, but he is officially off and running as the Gophers' new hockey coach. Congrats to him. 
Um, what else do we got here on the local scene? I just want to make sure I got everything covered there. Twins. Oh, yes. Home opener Thursday. 35 degrees. Temperatures plunging throughout the day. Good luck with that. They're actually, uh, folks, if you do have opening day tickets here for the Minnesota Twins, please make sure you're checking it because they are going to decide here, obviously, in the next 24, 48 hours if they're going to have to delay that game. Obviously, like I said, we got, I'm looking seven, eight inches of snow here um, in, in the yard over at the executive mansion. Don't know Target Field. I'm sure it's all melted out, but it is going to be cold. It is going to be windy. And it is not conditions to be playing outdoor baseball um, up north. So there you go. All right. Everything else I think we have covered here on the local scene. Um, Yeah, we do. I think that's it. Oh, and by the way, happy belated birthday. Jerry Burns, old... Again, for you locals out there who love Coach Jerry Burns, he was an old feisty coach for the Vikings, uh, came in, you know, after Bud. And by the way, he turned 91 here back in January. So um, I thought that was a little bit of interesting news for you Vikings fans out there. And Vikings fans also, they're pushing to make the former tight end, Steve Jordan. Remember old Steve? We're push, they're, or they're pushing to make him the next Ring of Honor member. So check that out as well. We got a lot of NBA scores going on. We're going to keep you um, fluid on that situation as well because in the West, like I said, not only Timberwolves, but now with Golden State, their predicament, Oklahoma, they're playing right now. Golden State's up 46-40 in the second quarter, about three and a half minutes left there. Uh, we got Cleveland, who is up 104.92 on Toronto. Uh, Philadelphia, 105.83. They're up on Brooklyn. The New York Knicks are trailing Orlando by about six points here midway through the third. Miami is up on Atlanta by three midway through the third. Dallas and Portland are playing. Nobody really cares except if you're a Portland fan. They're trailing by four to Dallas, by the way. Uh Big interesting game here, Boston Milwaukee. Milwaukee's up at the half, fifty-eight to fifty-six on the Celtics. Houston, unstoppable, up big on Washington at the half, seventy-one forty-nine. Looks like they'll be cruising to yet another victory. And what else we got here? The Bulls up at half, fifty-three forty-seven on Charlotte. And we got the late games tonight. This could be kind of interesting. Utah and the Lakers. We got Denver uh, hosting the Indiana Pacers, Phoenix and Sacktown, and the big one when it comes to the playoff and seedings and whatnot, San Antonio and the Clippers are playing tonight as well. So we'll keep you updated on scores throughout the next hour and a half. Um, Like I said, baseball's back. We're going to get into this final four, which was just phenomenal. Um, so much else to talk about, man. Again, if you want to call in 651-968-0124, we'll get that phone number out here in the chat room as well. Uh, hope everybody had a great weekend. I know I did, uh, me and the first lady just chilling over Easter. Like I'm sure a lot of you did, um, just kind of hanging out with the family, taking in some golf, watching some sports and trying to figure out who was going to win this tournament. Um, props to... 
Illinois, Chicago, speaking of my hometown and where my lovely cousin Brenda went to school, by the way. Um, I mean, what can you say? What can you say? Uh, Sister Jean, just the whole run, phenomenal. So, so mad props to them. I want to welcome Cedric Galloway into our Spreaker.com chat room. Cedric, big fan of everything LA. It's going to really suck when the Cubs rise from the ashes to take back that National League crown from the Dodgers this year, said. But you know you're still my main man anyway. So we appreciate Ced tuning in, um, checking out Sports Done Right as well. Let's see here. All right. Let's do this. We will be right back. Take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, Timberwolves, NBA, and college basketball. Congratulations to Notre Dame, the women out there. Phenomenal job. Just shows, hey, just stay focused on the court, and you can beat Connecticut too. We'll be right back, y'all. This this is a podcast. Hold up, son. Word. Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings? Feelings. Check it out now. Stuck off the realness, we be the infamous, you heard of us, official Queensbridge murderers, tomorrow comes equipped for warfare, beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose, rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone, you all alone in these streets cousin, every man for themselves in his land, we be gunning, and keep them shook crews running, like they supposed to, they come around but they never come close to, I can see it inside your face, you're in the wrong place, cowards like you just get they whole body laced up with bullet holes and sucks. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my team, and I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing. Your simple words just don't move me. You're minor, we major. You all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player. Don't make me have to call your name out. You cool as featherweight. My gunshots will make you levitate. I'm only 19, but my mind is older. When the things get for real, my warm heart turns cold. Enough nigga deceased, another story is told. It ain't nothing really. Hey, yo, done sparked the Philly so I could get my mind off these yellow back niggas. While they still alive, I don't know. Go figure. Meanwhile, back in Queens, the realness and foundation. If I die, I couldn't choose a better location when the slugs penetrate. Feel a burning sensation getting closer to God in a tight situation now. Take these words home and think it through. Or the next rhyme I write might be about you, Sunday show. Cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. They shook. Cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. Living the life that is diamonds and guns. There's numerous ways you can choose to earn funds. Some get shot, locked down, and turn nuns. Cowardly hearts and straight up shook ones. Shook ones. He ain't a crook, son. He just shook ones. 
For every rhyme I write, it's 25 to life. There was so much to get some trust safeguard on my life. Ain't no time for hesitation. The only leads to incarceration. You don't know me, there's no relation. Queens, red gems, you don't play. I don't got time for your petty thinking mind, son. I'm bigger than those. Claiming that you pack heat, but you're scared to hold. And once the smoke clears, you'll be left with one and you don't. 13 years in the projects, my mentality is what, kid? You talk a good one, but you don't want it. Sometimes I wonder, do I deserve to live? Or am I going to burn the hell for all the things I did? No time to dwell on that, cause my brain reacts. Front if you want, kid, lay on your back. I don't fake jazz, kid, you know I bring it to your life. Stay in a child's place, kid, you out of line. Criminal minds thirsty for recognition. I'm sipping, E and J got my mind flipping. I'm bucking, digging my was out of hope for hustling. Get that loot, kid, you know my function. function. As long as I'm alive, I'm alive, illegal. And once I get on them, I put on all my people's react with lyrics like Max. I hit your domo when I roll up the beat, go sleep because of free. Sunny shook, this ain't no such thing. Halfway crooks, scared to death, scared to look. They shook, this ain't no such thing. Halfway crooks, scared to death, scared to look. They shook, this ain't no such thing. Halfway crooks, scared to death, scared to look. They shook, this ain't no such thing. Halfway crooks. Living the life that comes with guns There's numerous ways you can choose to earn funds Some get shot, locked down, and turn guns Cowardly hearts and straight up shook ones Shook ones He ain't a crook, son He's just a shook one Votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, everybody, what's happening? Vince Wright, Sports Gov, coming to you live and direct. Minnesota Timberwolves after it's all said and done. You saw the title of the show. Uh, are they going to blow this thing? 44 and 34 as of tonight. Okay. They are a half a game ahead of New Orleans as of tonight. New Orleans is holding down that A spot, but behind New Orleans in the ninth and 10th spots, by the way, and I want to say what up to that bad DJ Main man, what's happening to you, sir? Thank you for popping in with the sports gov and the rest of the crew here. In Spreaker.com chat room. And again, the phone number here, 651-968-0124. If you do want to call in and make your opinions known to the world. But uh, we have Denver and the Clippers right behind those Timberwolves. Let's see. They are a game and a half in front of Denver. And in the 10th spot, the Clippers, um, they are two, three games in front of them. So fluid games tonight. Oklahoma playing, San Antonio, everybody playing, and there is no room for error. But yet 
The Wolves, 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. They're 28-11 and 11 at home, 16-23 and 23 on the road. Now, here's the thing that people have been bringing up. I've been listening to the podcast over the past few days, the local radio, uh, getting into Twitter, you know, reaching out to Timberwolves bloggers and, and getting opinions and things. Here are some of the things that come up and when you discuss the Timberwolves. Do they play down to their competition? They have somewhat of an issue of that, it seems. Uh, You know, barely beating that Dallas team the other night when, you know, Dallas, you know, Dallas 23 and 54. And I realize it's on the road at Dallas and anybody, obviously any given night, you know, Dallas is a team of professional basketball. I get all that. Trust me. The Gov gets all that. But here's the thing, man. When you're the Timberwolves, you got to put these teams away. I get it. Jimmy Butler's out. We've had some other little nagging injuries here and there. But Timberwolves suffered a little bit. So playing down to the competition is uh, one. Brings us back to Coach Tibbs. Is he using the starters too much? Is he running these guys into the ground? Yeah, possibly, because, you know, people talk about the careers of his players. You know, Derek Rose, um, we'll, we'll also talk about the signing of him in a minute. Um, you know, everybody knows about Jimmy, or excuse me, about uh, Tibbs and his minutes and what he does in terms of running the bench. Talk to Lou Aldang, talk to Joachim Noah. Um, all have had issues after playing for him. Uh, let's see. Uh, as I wrote down some stats here from uh, Uh Let's see. In Tibbs' first year of coaching, the Wolves, Wiggins, and Towns were first and second in minutes played in the NBA with Lou Aldang coming in 20th. Before Zach Levine tore his ACL, his 37.2 minutes per game would have tied him with Wiggins for third in the NBA. So they would have had the top three spots for minutes played. That has not changed this year, this article says. Butler is second in the NBA in minutes per game. Wiggins is ninth and Towns is 14th. To be honest, I have a hard time believing this really impacts the young players too much. But it must be hard for Taj Taj Gibson at age 32 to be playing by far the most of his career. Most teams, namely led by San Antonio, showing people the way, have embraced the importance of rest and player maintenance over the long term. The other negative impact of this with the bench, who, other than Jamal, does not get a lot of playing time. John Krasinski, local writer here, he put out a tweet back on the 26th of March that said, We've now heard Taj Gibson and Jeff Teague both actively campaigning for more minutes for the bench. If you're scoring at home. Yeah. The players who filled this most acutely are Tyus Jones, Luau Dang Jones, who's had something of a breakout year and looked tremendous during his stint feeling in for Teague as the starting point guard. Well, we've had some serious discussions here about if Tyus was a better fit than Teague for this offensive heavy team. Very interesting. So there's that starting to rear its ugly head again. Now, 
are the fans also starting to turn on Tom Thibodeau? That's the part that's really struck the sports gov. Again, Vince Wright Sports has done right here lately. You know, I've been out there and I've really been doing a lot of uh, tweeting and, and reaching out to people. And like I said, just getting opinions from basketball bloggers. That's that's one that's been real interesting up here in the Twin Cities. The fans are are now starting to feel a little bit uh, shortchanged because to be playing at such I don't want to say a high caliber, but you know, for most of the year, and I and we realize how close this this Western Conference is, but to be third seed and fourth seed to now being literally you're playing for your lives and you may not make the playoffs. And that's what I put out there. What happens if this team does not make the playoffs? Thibodeau gone? Does Glenn Taylor, the owner, have uh, plans? Because not only is Thibodeau the coach, he's also an exec, vice president of basketball operations or whatever his title is. So now we also have to look at him as an executive. Did a great job getting Butler in here and, and Teague and we'll get to that. But why bring Derrick Rose in? I, I, we all love Derrick Rose in his heyday, but I mean, what is he going to bring? Maybe some veteran leadership. I don't know. But why are you signing Derrick Rose? Uh, people have also talked about the way that, you know, the money's being handled with, with Thibodeau. Too many big men. Towns, Dang, Justin Patton. Uh, had as many, I think they have technically three, four centers on the four centers on this team. And as I just read in the tweet, Taj Gibson, Jeff Teague, also Jimmy Butler is mentioned in, in interviews, uh, kind of here and there dropping some hints that, you know, before he got injured, these uh, the amount of minutes he was getting was starting to take a little bit of a toll as well. So Shelly B in the chat room says bust. But a, a lot of, of real interesting things going on, people, here with our Minnesota Timberwolves that now got people really on edge because, man, if, if after it's all said and done, peeps, if this team does not make the playoffs and becomes, I, I don't want to say they become a laughing stock by any means, but that's going to be that's going to be a big one to answer for, and especially for Thibodeau. To have this talent and we get the injury, Jimmy Butler, by the way, uh, full contact practice, he should be ready to go either Thursday night or there's talk about holding him out depending on how these Wolves are looking to maybe next Monday night for the last couple games. And then after they're ready for the playoffs, he's he's ready to go there. But got to get there first, people. You got to get there first. And there's a lot of Minnesota fans up here that are just wondering, man, if, if they do not make the playoffs, what is going to happen? What should happen? Mike Eden Prairie says, Tibbs has got to go. He's got to go if they don't make the playoffs this year. Mike, over, hey, Mike, got a new listener here in Siren, Wisconsin. About an hour, what is Siren, Wisconsin? About an hour and a half north of where we're at here in the Twin Cities. Uh, part of Wisconsin's cabin country, like I said, like I told you, a lot of Western Wisconsin people starting to tune in the sports done right. I love it. But he is a Timberwolves fan. He says, 
Never been a Tibbs guy. I respect him and what he did, especially as an assistant as, at Boston. But come on, if they don't make the playoffs, he's got to go. And I'm telling you people, that's a lot of fans up here have that same feeling. So now will Glenn Taylor fire him is the question. And that I'm not so sure of. So that's what we got going on here with our Minnesota Timberwolves. We're down to the last uh, few games of the season, and they got to win them all. They got to win them all. And, uh, you know, there's still a couple other things that can happen, too, that might throw some monkey wrenches into their things, uh, their ratings as well. Oh, man. Um, Timberwolves 9-5 and five within their own division. Now, here's the thing. They've swept series against New Orleans this year and the Clippers. They beat Oklahoma City three games to one in their series. They're up on Denver in their series two games to to zero with two games left. Tied Utah and Portland two to two there and lost their series to San Antonio Um, in the three games there. They only eked out one uh, victory between uh, them and the Spurs. So, I mean, you, you look at that on paper and you think, you know, you should be in good shape, but... None of these teams have really been able to separate themselves, and now we are in a a horse race. I'll tell you what, it's very entertaining. It's very cool to watch because, you know, this last week of the regular season, there's, you know, I'm on my set TV as I get that NBA package for free on there, and um, I'm checking it out, man, because these games matter. (laughs) These games matter. All right, so that's what we got going on with the the Timberwolves. As of the rest of the Western Conference, by the way, um, let me ask you this. For Golden State, and can Houston really beat them? Obviously, there's issues with Curry now. KD, you know, he's been nicked up here and there. Houston is 62 and 15. They're six games up on Golden State, 14 up on Portland. Portland's in the third seed now. I'm really interested to see if one of these teams can finally break through the Oklahoma Cities, the Houstons of the world. Uh, Portland, I think, can you know make a first round series very interesting. Obviously, I don't see them going too far, but. Houston, no, Oklahoma City. And here's Oklahoma City again, fifth seed, 45-33, just, you know, kind of there. Got got the talent, make no mistake about it. Definitely can get to the finals. Utah, Utah's uh, shifted up to the sixth seed, by the way, folks. So, again, there's lots going on here, lots of movement in the West. Make sure you check it out. LeBron in the East. Every every show you talk about in these morning shows, man, ESPNs, these first takes, uh, the FS1 with Skip and uh, Shannon. It seems like that's all they ever talk about is LeBron. I don't know why every day it's got to be about LeBron. But in the East, folks, you got Toronto. They're two games up on Boston now, 55 and 21. Boston... 53 and 23 then comes Cleveland 47 and 30 
Uh, however, Cleveland's looked real good last 10 games. They're, they are 8-2. and two. They're on a three-game winning streak. Props to Boston on a six-game winning streak here as well. Um, behind that, you got Philadelphia in the fourth seed. Lots of promise out there for the 76ers and their fans. So real happy for them. You got Indiana, fifth seed, Washington, sixth. Miami, Mocha Bella's Miami Heat in the seventh seed. And the Milwaukee Bucks, fear the deer, our neighbors in Wisconsin. I better get that straight. Uh, Shannon and some other people from that state will get on me if I don't say that uh, correctly. Wisconsin. Here on Sports Done Right. Anyway, that's what you got going on in the East, so stay tuned there. Uh, everything else, not quite as as bundled up, um, but there's definitely some room for movement here in the East as well. Um, on the outside looking in, you got Detroit. There are four games behind Milwaukee for that eighth spot. I don't see that happening, and they're the only ones a lot left alive. All the other teams have been eliminated including Jersey Vern's New York Knickerbockers as well. What can you say, Jersey? What's going on? Always talking crap about Jersey's Knicks and his Giants. But, hey, that's what it is, man. I don't know what's going on in New York. They're going to have to get it figured out. Brooklyn, they took a big step back, 25 and 52 as well. And... You know, that franchise started off, had a nice couple years to kind of get the thing the thing going, but the Nets have uh, sunk back into uh, mediocrity at best. Orlando, Atlanta bringing in the last of the East. For all our homies down there, a large X-Squad affiliation and uh, people, a lot of those folks live in Atlanta. What's going on with the Hawks? A couple years ago, three, four years ago, it was Hawks basketball looking all good, and now 22-55. and 55. Damn. I don't know what's going on with them. But anyway, folks, we're going to keep the show moving here. We're going to kind of have a quicker show tonight. Going to kind of condense some things here. Keep some things on schedule. So, uh, speaking of the one and only, uh, we were just talking about what's going on with the New York Knicks. And Cabal, guess who's up in the room? The one, the only... Jersey Vern, the Chief Rocker himself, has popped into the Spreaker.com chat room. What up, Jersey? Oh! Yeah, the man himself, the one, the only Jersey Vern. This is a podcast. So, uh, yeah, Jersey, just wondering what's going to happen with your Knicks for next year, as usual. So that's really about it, though, for the NBA, man. I mean, now it's just waiting for the playoffs to start. Like I said, tune in. The West is going to get figured out here, and it is going to be fun to watch over the next few days. Hot weekend coming up. We know, Jersey. (laughs) Y'all love my team. We love giving you crap about them New York teams of yours. But in all honesty, I don't, you know, we'll just have to see what the Knicks do. Um, obviously the, uh, you know, Kristoff getting injured out there did not help things at all. They had a nice start to the season, obviously, but it, you know, just kind of fell apart from there. So, um, what can you do? What can you do? I don't know. 
All right, folks. So let's do this. We're going to take our next break. When we come back, it is college basketball time with the Gov. Going to talk about a phenomenal Final Four. Congrats to Villanova. Congrats to the Nilter Dame fighting Irish, the women down there. Um, Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And um, again, uh, other schools who have really become dominant in women's hoops, you know, Mississippi State, obviously the the big bad UConn goes down again in the final four. And uh, Gino was not too happy and he shouldn't be quite honestly, because you cannot go undefeated and lose in the final four. But that just shows you Props to those teams. So let's play a couple commercials. We'll have a couple nice cuts in here as well because, you know, it's sports and music on the show. When we come back, Final Four talk, the Masters, and then we'll get you set on up for the rest of the night here as well. I am Vince Wright. I'm the Sports Gov. I'm talking to you live and direct from Minneapolis, St. Paul. The Sports Gov, by the way, you you know what? I'm actually going to start following soccer this year. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I am. I'm actually going to follow soccer this year. The Minnesota United, we're going to start reporting on them. I'm actually going to send in and try and get a media credential and and start getting behind the soccer up here. Uh, I always see Grego, and uh, Grego is a listener of the show, by the way, down in Atlanta for folks that don't know him. And he's always at the Atlanta soccer games down there, and they're drawing 70,000. I mean, they're selling out the football stadium so I'm going to start checking out soccer. You know, why not? <laughs> why not? I play it, or I used to play it on uh, the PS3 all the time. Um, love FIFA. So we'll, we'll give it a shot. Jersey Vern, the chief rocker, number one, says championship for his beloved Knicks. Nothing less. I hear you. I hear you. All right, folks. So we will be right back continuing the Sports Done Right show. Want to say what up to baseball Sammy out there, Jose Jackson. I mean, these guys have been with me from the beginning. They're always giving me crap if I'm not on the air. So step back, fellas. Get back to your corners. The Gov is on the air. The Gov is on the air. All right. We will be right back right after this. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text diploma to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier on the staff. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Man, De Leon. De Leon. <laughs> 
That's what we do. That's what we do. Number one, she rock man Delion. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk sport, shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X Y, act like you know. SME, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. SME, yo, here we go. Sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That's what we do. That's what we do. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was bored and other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. In elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman, it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Don't you know that love is sweet? Dear mama. Please no one above you. You all appreciate Don't you know it love you? Now ain't nobody tell us it was fair. No love for my daddy, cause the coward wasn't there. He passed away and I didn't cry. Cause my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger They say I'm wrong and I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father, he was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love I moved out and started really hanging I needed money of my own so I started slanging I ain't guilty cause even though I sell rocks It feels good putting money in your mailbox I love paying rent when the rent's too Hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you Cause when I was low, you was there for me You never left me alone because you cared for me And I can see you coming home after work late You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate You're just working with the scraps you was giving And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving But now the road got rough, you're alone You're trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back but my plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Baby, don't you know we love you, sweetie? And dear mama, please no one above you, sweetie. You all appreciate it. Baby, don't you know we love you? Pour some liquor and I reminisce. Cause through the drama, I can always depend on my mama. And when it seems that I'm hopeless, you say the words that can get me back in focus. When I was sick as a little kid, to 
to keep me happy, there's no limit to the things you did. And all my childhood memories are full of all the sweet things you did for me. And even though I act crazy, I gotta thank the Lord that you made me. There are no words that can express how I feel. You never kept a secret, always stayed real. And I appreciate how you raised me and all the extra love that you gave me. I wish I could take the pain away. If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Everything will be alright if you hold on. It's a struggle every day, gotta roll on. There's no way I can pay you back. Woke up, got up, near 11 o'clock, butt naked except I was wearing my socks and that's cool Cause most of the time this floor is cold Stand up and stretch, look around this mess My place has been a cave since she left me Make my way to the kitchen, start the coffee Then get to the bathroom, begin the triple S and Wash the previous evening off me now Out the shower, get dry, shove a Q-tip in my ear Well, what do we have here? It appears as if a piece of me has got motivation ain't nothing wrong with a little morning masturbation fresh dressed like 50 cents uh-huh. clean and awake now i'm ready to commence uh-huh. spark up the caffeine and nicotine binge uh-huh. and that's pretty much the pattern of how the day begins and i write for an hour maybe half hour more then i put on my shoes and grab my key for the door put my headphones on for this world i ignore trek down the street towards the record store hey bro how you doing anything new today ah, man how you been it's the same old same again. well then i'll be gone friend i see you around and i'm out destination uptown in the summertime the women wear a lot of skin and if i sit in one spot i can take them all in sometimes i even talk to see if i can make one grin and if not it's cool i ain't gonna take it personal from ann landers to annie defranco to orphan annie i love all women but most of them just can't stand me i don't know maybe it's my hair or my clothes or maybe she noticed that you was digging in your nose either way it's okay i wasn't trying to get laid i just wanted to say i hope you have a great day and then she stopped with the smile that began to blush Take my number, call me up, I come over and make you lunch I got up and headed down towards the bookstore To check the titles that my man Michael's got me looking for My visit was short, cause I just couldn't feel That cat behind the counter acting like I'm here to steal So I dipped back out into a cloud of tattoos Pierced body parts and colorful hairdos And I questioned, did Babylon resemble this? Are we getting any closer to the end of the list? A sensuous kiss, placed on apocalypse we teach them how to make a fist but not to resist and i'm wondering how do we find this position but people are people and i still love them onwards to the coffee shop maybe muddies for a refill and some sociological studies see the junkies while they coexist with the sobers all the bugging of eyeballs the shrugging of shoulders and that's when i saw her sipping the water i want to kiss her mom just for having this daughter excuse me miss i don't mean to come across strong but i've been waiting a while and you've been taking too long and she smiled and i began to blush she asked if i'd like to go to the bathroom and make some love and i got visions of us and the mirror getting steamed And that's the very moment I woke up from the dream Woke up, got up, near 11 o'clock But naked except I was wearing my socks And that's cool, cause most of the time this floor is cold Stand up and stretch and look for my soul In tomorrow I see no promise And yesterday was like today 
official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's up, everybody? Vince Wright. The sports governor back for another edition of Sports Done Right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. All right, let's get to it. The final four, the ladies, the men, oh my goodness. Props to both sides, by the way, on a job well done. Um, let's, uh, as they say, ladies first. So, I mean, Notre Dame, Whew, what can you say, man? Buzzer beater again, Mississippi State on the wrong end of it. They win the 2018 chip, championship as we like to say here. Marike uh, Ngumbawale, I hope I did the name justice with that last second three-pointer. 61-58, the Bulldogs go down to the Fighting Irish. Um, you know, I watched a, a fair share of this, well, more of the second half, but in the first half, um, Irish were struggling. Um, they were down at halftime, but you know, they find a way and, you know, um, Ngumbawale, she scores 18 points. She won the most outstanding player. And the interesting thing, too, and I don't know if you knew this about Notre Dame, is very interesting because Notre Dame, and this is why this title is real special for them, they had four players suffered ACL injuries this year alone. So second chip for Notre Dame. Congratulations to Muffet McGraw. Setting herself up as uh, one of the premier uh, coaches of the ladies game in college. Notre Dame always up there, always up top. They play with with UConn and, you know, this year, again, UConn goes down. So, uh, again, congratulations to the Fighting Irish. Congratulations to Mississippi State. Congratulations to all the teams that were involved in the final four, because like I said, it was a it was phenomenal games. Uh, the semifinals both went into overtime. Um, uh, you can't ask for anything more. And I think viewership may have been up too. So I'm, um, I'll get the numbers on that and I'll let you know next show. But uh, in terms of the ladies game, now this is exactly what needed to happen again, because it's always UConn, and we know that. But what do we say here at Sports Done Right is you get, beat them on the court. You're sick of hearing about the, the Huskies, beat them on the court. And for the second year in the Final Four, which I know pisses off Gino Ariema, but hey, 
His team goes down. He was not happy. He was very pissed as well. He should be for the talent he has. He, they they, sh- they should have won the championship, but they lost. And a better team on a better night beat them. So Notre Dame, again, with their second championship. Um, phenomenal final four for the ladies. Then we get over to the men and Michigan. Oh, once they beat my hometown team that I was pulling for, like I said, Illinois, Chicago. But as we now know, this was all Villanova people, 79 to 62, uh, Dante Devin. DiVincenzo, Dante DiVincenzo, propelled the Villanova past the Michigan. Paisan, Dante DiVincenzo, my main Paisan. Well, anyway, before somebody side get come, somebody comes after me, the um, saying I'm I'm slandering my my fellow Italian brothers there. But anyway, um, career high thirty one points for Dante. Um, he comes off the bench. He's uh, a reserve for the, the championship team. And he just went off last night. Um, Wildcats, they have won uh, all of their games by double digits. They trailed midway through the first half. And again, finding a way, Jay Wright's team, of putting it together. Obviously, the player of the game, Di Vincenzo. You know, he just, he was averaging, hold on, where is it? Where are those notes? 13 points a game. Came off the bench, 18 of Villanova's 37 first half points he scored. 10 for 15. Uh, Let's see, 5 of 7 from three-point range. He obviously, he uh, also won because of that output. The Final Four's most most outstanding player. And by the way, on the defensive side, or uh, excuse me, not the defensive side, or it may have been, but he uh, had five rebounds and three assists. And the game-high two blocks. I mean, where does it end for for my homie? (laughs) So congratulations to to Paisano DiVincenzo, my man, the Paisano, that... uh, Won that award here, but yeah, I mean, the Wildcats. The first off, I think in this tournament, they made the most three pointers ever 10 to 27 from three point range, shot 40 over 47 percent from the floor overall. Wolverines just couldn't do it from long range. Um, out of 23, I think they hit like two or three, 43 percent from the field for them. Um, Moritz Wagner. Had 11 points, five rebounds by halftime. But he, they held him to 16 points, seven boards. You know, nice game. But, I mean, when you're in a championship game, you need more from that from uh, one of your star players. Um, Villanova is the first team since the 2005 Carolina, North Carolina Tar Heels to win a national championship as the highest scoring team in the nation. Michigan's Muhammad Ali Abdurrahman. He had 23 points. Makai Bridges had 19. And he, by the way, for uh, Villanova, Makai Bridges was the only starter to reach double digits in points last night for the, for Villanova. Isn't that interesting? 
Michigan, well, uh, what's the saying? Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. They won a championship back in 89 with that phenomenal team. Um, taking down my that wonderful Illinois team that we loved so much back then to watch. But um, they have not won a championship since 89. They have six runner-up finishes in 1992 and 93. I'm sorry, Jelani Bodie, a big Michigan fan who listens to our show. But in 1992 and 93, those were vacated. So Villanova, the talk now, as you you hear in the morning and on the the you know the mainstream sports shows are they a blue blood program well you know in terms of modern day yeah you know what what is a blue blood program your dukes your north carolinas your kentuckys you know schools like that uh used to be your uclas back in the day um arizona's back in you know in the day and arizona you know it's still a solid program don't get me wrong some coaching issues, but are, is Villanova blue blood? Yeah, I, I think you know Villanova. They they hit a streak a while back where they were hurting for a while and and got it back. And in terms of you know those uh, private Philadelphia schools out there, those neighborhood schools that you know they just love the love basketball. Villanova's king of the ring, man. So, yes, they are a blue blood program for whatever that's worth. I don't know, again, if we're kind of getting caught up in semantics here and and all this stuff. Um, If Jay Wright stays there and, you know, they make it worth his while to stay there because obviously now he is going to be the hot hot coach in waiting when it comes to certain NBA jobs. You know, there. No matter of fact, there, there's people already trying to sniff or sniff him around that Philadelphia job, even though Philadelphia's got a head coach that seems to be doing some good things out there finally. So, uh, congrats, Jay Wright, as well. Um, you know, he's really done a fine job with the program. It goes beyond words. Couple chips now for him, and you know, from the preseason polls next year, yeah, those are already out. Villanova's in the top five again, so it doesn't look like there's going to be any much, if any, of a slip off there. So, um, great job by Michigan. You know, during this year and on the show here, we've really talked about Michigan, and we've really, um, you know, in following Big Ten basketball, you know, Michigan's always been good, but we did not expect a national championship run from the Michigan Wolverines. So, I just want to give them props for doing what they do and, you know, winning again, second year in a row, winning that big 10 championship and going on a phenomenal run, a phenomenal run to the championship game. But yeah, Villanova, once they seem to get things figured out, they really just turned on the the sprockets, man. And um, Michigan, it just seemed like they had no shot. So basketball, College basketball's done, people. Now it's off to the pros. The Bucks are up 88-82. I got them on one of the monitors here in the Situation Room. Um, I wanted to end the show here with my take on Tiger. Tiger Woods. 
and my thoughts on him, the Masters, Phil Mickelson, you know, and give you my Masters thoughts here. So it is that time of year. Wonderful Masters Golf Tournament is ready to begin here in a couple days. Uh, Today we had Tiger and Phil playing a practice round. And we got some sound here from ESPN, Tiger and Phil talking about uh, this practice round and this tournament. So let's take a listen here to uh, two gentlemen that between the two of them, they have, what is it, seven masters, seven green jackets, as we like to say. Tiger with four, Phil with three. Phil at 47 years old, starting to heat up again. Uh, one had a victory a few weeks ago, so his game's uh, back on top. He was looking very good here on the practice um, round today along with Tiger Woods. Obviously, we've all been following Tiger here in his ascension up. And, man, if this could be the tournament, I mean, think of the comeback of all effing comebacks, people. This guy, and as Tiger has opened up to the world now, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't have time to hit the old mute button there. Tigers is opening up, and this is what I love about Tiger 2.0. He's being a little bit more, or actually a lot more forthcoming with his feelings and what he does away from the golf course. And he's telling you, man, he says it. It sucked coming here. He said he enjoyed coming here for the championships dinner, or the championship dinner the past couple years. But when you can't play in the Masters and you have and you're relegated the spectator and you're Tiger Woods, that's just not a good feeling. Um, a lot of times he could barely move around and, and whatnot at these at these dinners. And as he has told us now, he wasn't ever sure if he was actually going to play golf again. So I think he's enjoying being out there. Uh, the spine has been fused so far. So good. No pain there. Um, no more of the chip yips as well he seems to be doing okay around the greens um he's just got to keep it in the fairway and he's got uh, at, at right now i think he probably has as good a shot as anybody this is a pretty wide open field it's it's real hard to predict a golf major because there's so many variables but the weather i believe is going to be pretty nice this week uh into the weekend down in augusta georgia and well, let's just take a listen here on the sound there, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about the Masters, Tiger, and a few other the golfers. Phil and I talked about it and decided to play today. And uh, we we partnered up against uh, Thomas and poor Freddie. Um, he has a long golf course for Fred, but uh, he had a young stud on his, on his as his partner. But uh, it was good, though, because, you know, it was an appearance fee, so <laughs> we enjoyed it. Fred Couples out there did say maybe without a Tiger Woods, Phil wins 10 or 12 majors. I wonder if you had to come through a certain frustration or come to terms with the frustration in any of that. It's very possible that that's the case, and it's also possible that he brought out the best of me and forced me to work harder and focus to ultimately achieve the success that I've had, and it's hard to determine uh, looking back, which one it is. But uh, I know that I've appreciated the challenge of playing and competing against him, and I also appreciate uh, the level of greatness that he's achieved in his uh, career. And um, I've also uh, enjoyed the chance to, to uh, play and compete with him and against him. And 
it has been tough uh, dealing with uh, as much failure against them as I've had, uh, but uh, I also enjoy the challenge. Closer over the years, uh, he's really tried to help me when I was really struggling there and trying to give me some words of encouragement. And because um, yeah, I was struggling there for for a few years, and um, he was he was great through all that. So there you go, uh, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. Bubba Watson out there lurking. Bubba Watson, a two-time major champion at Augusta. There's a lot of other people that can win this tournament, but everybody is pulling for Tiger. And and today, the Tiger Phil, I think because these guys played in that practice round, obviously everybody is longing for a Tiger Woods Phil Mickelson uh, pairing on the final day. And wouldn't that be something? But we are way ahead of ourselves with that. And more than likely, obviously, that will not happen. But there is a potential because Phil's looking good. Um, Bubba looks like he's having a good time out here as well. And he's got his game back. He's come back from a rough kind of year and a half, couple year um, stretch there for him as well. He's got a couple wins this year. Looking to get green jacket number three. Sergio Garcia, the defending champion, by the way, is out there. I mean, there are lots of golfers out there that can win this tournament, man. Uh, championship dinner tonight. Or the uh, champion's dinner, I should say. Don't uh, forget, you got Ricky Fowler. You got Rory McElroy coming off a win. And he's uh, seeming to find his game and getting that back. Jordan Spieth is the question mark for me. He seems to be going in the right direction again. Um, he is a Masters winner, 2015 Masters champion. Young guy looking for that career grand slam. If he wins this major, he'll be tied with um, like Tiger and Jack for like the fastest uh, career grand. I don't know. But anyway, you got Spieth out there. Dustin Johnson, the number one golfer. The guy is so quiet. He's so mellow man that you kind of forget about him you know i tried watching his press conference today before i had to go to a couple work or to a work appointment and just you know he's very flat line very even keeled but it is what it is cleveland by the way the cavaliers win 112 106 over toronto tonight uh lebron james with 27 points called around with 19 and let's see here back to the masters so yeah, I I cannot wait. Now, what will it take for the 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 shocker, the great thing to happen, and for Tiger to win? What what would that take, Gov? Well, it would take this. Tiger's got to get off to a very good early start. He doesn't have to be in the lead in the first day. Tiger is always going to have to be within six strokes of the lead. You got to be there because you can't, A, you can't hit the ball. You can't spray the ball here or else you won't even make the cut. So he's got to get the ball in the fairway. He's solid with his iron striking, at least so far these past few tournaments. That doesn't worry me. You got to be hitting it off the short grass, though. Can he get a couple of those magical putts to drop again this week? Probably. And if he can set himself up in the first couple days, and if he's within, like I said, five strokes on the weekend, 
I think he gives himself an excellent shot. Now, if he can be within, you know, on that first page of the leaderboard within a couple strokes, and maybe it's one of these younger guys or someone unknown, maybe one of the European players that's coming over to play the Masters, then we'll start seeing because the one thing that a lot of these younger guys have not done is that aura of playing with Tiger on a weekend. And the galleries and the noise and the movement. I mean, you hear people talk about it, and it doesn't sound like much to the lay person, the casual golf fan, but to get out there and to be in that Tiger bubble. And I've seen Tiger play a whole bunch of times live. I've snuck my cameras into golf course back when you weren't allowed to have. Nowadays, they let you bring your cell phone, so it's all good. But, you know, I used to sneak cameras in, and I got a picture of, of, of Tiger, and I've, I've been in that that bubble and then seeing it, you know, 20 deep and and people everywhere. Because this is golf. It's supposed to be quiet, you know. And when you got, you know, a few thousand people following you around the golf course and sitting around these golf holes, if you have not experienced that, that can be something that can affect your game. So Tiger has to get off to a good early start He's really got to do a better job putting. Um, you know, he's been doing some, you know, real good jobs on lag putts and sinking a couple long ones. But he's got to be on point with that. And I think he'll be all right. Now, uh, when to use driver on a couple of these holes, maybe to go with that little iron stinger shot off the tee that he's been doing here. That's good. You know, that's going to be interesting to see when that comes into play. But Tiger looks happy. Tiger is obviously enjoying his time back as a competitor. And maybe in the second act of Tiger, we may just get the impossible dream this weekend. If not him, who, Gov? Can it be Phil? I mean, that would probably be the other one that everybody's hoping to to see Phil get his fourth jacket. And you heard Phil with some very nice words about, um, you know, if, if Tiger wasn't playing, this would, you know, basically be the Phil Mickelson era. And, but, Phil represents or or recognizes what Tiger has done, what Tiger has done for this sport. Um, It has allowed Phil to become a better player and and for Phil, quite honestly, to make a whole lot more money had there not been a Tiger Woods. But Thursday's the day. Tomorrow you got the Par 3 tournament. That's always fun. The players out there, their kids and the cute little caddy outfits. Um, should see some holes in one. We always seem to see get a few on the par three course tomorrow. So um, we will see. I don't know if Tiger's playing that one. See if he uh, has his kids out there. He did play um, a couple years back before the injuries uh, forced him to take some time off from the Masters. But I cannot wait. I really can't. I hope Tiger is able to, to do it, obviously. But if, if, again, we can just get these storylines going into the weekend, you know, there's a lot of good golfers out there. There's a lot of good storylines. And if Tiger can be in the mix and, you know, you get Phil out there, um, Serge sees, you know, again, Serge is the defending champion. Let's see what his mind frame is like. You know, he's the host of the, the champion's dinner tonight. Can he come back, get it around? He's been running around as defending champion. And the defending champion, Serge, kind of as de facto host of the tournament. So he's off doing a lot of appearances and, you know, the uh, drive chip and putt contest with the kids this past Sunday was real nice. I was watching that on the golf channel. So 
Here we go, man. The first major of the year, and Tiger Woods is back. So, you ready? I am too. All right, man. I'm going to get on out of here. This has been Sports Done Right. Make sure you follow Vince Wright, the sports gamna. That's me, by the way. Um, on Twitter, at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. You can go follow Sports Done Right on Facebook, uh, W R I G H T, which is my last name. So just search for that. It's a closed group. So. Uh, you got to put a request in to join, but we will get you approved and, you know, come check us out here. Finally got above a thousand Twitter followers. I know for some of you that is nothing, but for me, you know, I didn't want to buy followers. I wanted to just interact and gain them naturally. And, you know, over the past couple months, I think I was back at eight something or 800 and really wanted to get to that thousand level, that four digit number and just kind of go from there. So finally hit that number i think yesterday we went over a thousand twitter followers um again at the big smooth one check us out and um again everyone around the state of minnesota the upper midwest western wisconsin you say it right especially because we're getting a lot of new listeners over there thank you guys so much for tuning in um, we're working on a lot of good things, hopefully a website soon for the show, but again, make sure you just go Spreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com and, um, check us out there. Thank you guys so much. Timberwolves. Let's get this going, man. Win these games, get in the playoffs and let's see what happens. Cause even if they wind up getting paired against golden state and Curry's not out, um, not playing in that first round. You never know, baby. It's going to be tough, but you never know. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Yes, indeed. Keep us tuned. Sports done right on Spreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com. We love you. Keep it tuned. Keep listening, even on demand. You don't have to listen live. Thanks again for listening. We love you. From the great state of Minnesota, God's country. Keep it tuned. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right. With sports done right. Oh.